the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, i got Kevin Charles here today. Kevin, how's it going? It is going well this week. It uh, was just a wild and crazy roller coaster ride, though, if you really want to talk about yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking about that, and uh, we're going to talk about that. We're we'll talking about uh, what's what, really what's going on. We're talking about where we think things are going. By the way, why is there a Ken Murray commercial running in front of me? That clown <laughs> is the Billy Mays of of infomercials. He runs these things all over the United States. Please come to my seminars. I'm going to give you so much information. He talks for an hour on the radio, gives you no information whatsoever. His his stock calling is suspect, in my opinion. And, you know, he's nothing more than a clown. He doesn't need to be running in front of my show. But that's just me. That's just you. 713-339-1070 is the number if you want to be part of Ted's show today and the Max Out Savings Advisor Show. The, uh, you know, quite a week, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it caught your attention, Kevin. It was yes. One thing after <laughs> look, the market opened up a thousand points down. And, yeah. and I'll tell you what this was. This what this was was a lot of people issuing sell signals out there over the weekend, and then clients were dumping on the opening, crashing the market down. And this is and this is one of the things we've talked about and written about in our Max Out Savings Report, and the listeners of the show know we've been saying this, look, when this thing goes down, you're not going to have time to get out. And it's as simple as that. Uh, the the market. I, I think even last week, at the end of the week, the Dow was was where it was in January of 2014. It's gone nowhere for two years, and we've laid out the case that that what's happened is is the Federal Reserve has artificially propped up asset prices, particularly stock and bond prices. They've been buying bonds to force interest rates lower to create an artificial illusion that everything is well with the economy and. Uh, and it, it it really isn't. And you can do this type of thing if you're the Federal Reserve. You, typically, you do this type of thing after an economic crisis. You cut rates. Things go up and recover. The market goes up, and then people start spending money. This has been the worst economic recovery since the Great Depression. 2% a year, a little over 2% of growth rate for for. For six years, and 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 we and, and we have the lowest number of people working in the labor participation force since nineteen eighty the nineteen eighties, and 
you will never solve the problems by creating an illusion that everything is okay. You know, if 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 you if you if you have a, a cut, a, you know, if you're shot or something, the 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 the, uh, the doctor doesn't come in and put a bandaid over it and say everything is fine. He 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 he, he treats the wound, or if you're sick, he treats the the symptoms and he treats the cause of the symptoms. Right. It, it, and and so and what we've had is is the Federal Reserve has created this artificial illusion. We said, look, this is artificial. This isn't real. It, it wasn't just us. This isn't something that that we were unique in saying. The top investors in the world were saying everything from artificially manipulated, uh, pushed up asset prices, uh, not a real market. Uh, and, and you could see all of them were backing away. And then we had over the last couple months, we've had what's known as massive distribution of stocks. And, and, and what that means is the smart money, the big money has been selling the, into the market. And we've, we've tried to communicate this to you on, on the Max Out Savings Show. And, and it's been sort of held up uh, a little bit and looked better than it has because a lot of corporations, 60% of the S&P 500 corporations are rushing in buying back stocks. So the stock market is is at 18, 19 times earnings. In some cases, they're buying back stock at 20, 25, 30 times earnings for their companies because it pushes the stock price up and, and it makes them look good and they get to, get their bonuses. But but the problem was is is under underneath it, the world was changing. It, and and so all and what we saw sort of ha- see saw happen this week was was that last week the market started going down. It broke underneath these averages that we've been talking about on the show, the 50-day moving average, and then it broke underneath the 100-day moving average. It, and, then it, it, and then it kind of bounced around. It went and touched the, the 200 and then broke it again. And, and finally, on uh, last uh, a week ago, Thursday, I believe it, 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 it pretty much exploded underneath it. And then Friday, Friday, it just completely fell apart into Friday afternoon. And and you really had to kind of raise a tremendous amount of cash ahead of time to do this and and so so now uh, the market went down this week the market plunged 1000 points monday morning mm-hmm. 1000 points and uh what this was is this was this was wall street taking advantage of all, of all the of all the, the 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 market timers and different people hitting their sell buttons uh in getting out of the market so they just stepped away and the market collapsed so then now the market understand volatile day we've had uh uh the market fell down t- uh a thousand points on monday it's rallied back and forth it ended up 1200 points in the last two day two or three days in the in the dow the dow jones is up one percent, so it's not a bad. So for all right. the gyrations this week, we have a market that is uh, is right back to where it was. So, yeah, like, a question comes to mind though: What is you're talking about? All these different things that are, this is how the 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 big companies and the big executives are d- doing things. What does this mean for the average guy like me when I look at my four hundred one k plan and I say, hmm, it fell five percent here in just this last couple of days? And then the next day it's back up three. What what do you recommend for guys like me to do? Then? Well, it, it, and and that's two questions. One of them right. is the stock buyback programs, and the executives are under a lot of pressure by Wall Street firm. Keep in mind, Kevin, that stock stock raiders and 
quote, activist investors are coming in and buying 3 4 5% of these companies, and then they go to the management and say, we want people on the boards, and then the executive's job's in danger. And so these executives are under huge pressure to push the prices of their stock up to keep these raiders away. So what they're doing is they're buying back stock. Right. Through stock back buy- buyback programs, 60% of the companies are doing that. Uh, and, and so where are they going to get the money for that, to buy back? Because you have to spend money to do it. Well, a couple places. You certainly don't put a new plant and equipment. You don't put a new factory in. You don't put a new building in. If you fire a few more workers, you can sit there and put more money into your stock buyback program and push your stock price back up. Mm-hmm. And then let's say instead of giving people uh, a 7 or 8% raise, you give them no raise, and then you can put even more money into your stock buyback program. So people aren't getting raises. And look, we're not going to get anything from our, our research and development team. It's going to take them – it's going to take them a couple years to come up with this new process that can make us billions of dollars, but that doesn't help me now. Let's cut that. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing is is, Wall Street, is corporate America is eating their seed corn mm. through stock buyback programs. And, and so – and it's – I mean these executives aren't bad guys or anything. They're just under massive pressure from Wall Street and particularly Wall Street raiders coming in and doing this stuff. And, and – uh, and it's time we we rein these people in. They're threatening American jobs. They're they're. I, I tell you, even worse than that, what they're really doing is is they're destroying America's future. They're weakening America's companies. And so, rather than having companies that are strong financially, growing, investing for the future, putting in new factory, plant, and equipment, we're 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 eating all our seed corn for the future to keep up the the stock price. Right. And so now we've sort of hit a wall. Earnings are coming down. Uh, we've had bad earnings coming in. Uh, earnings overseas are down. Uh, the dollar's up. That's hurting us. Commodity prices are plunging. Uh, the world's going into a slowdown. And these guys at the top of the market. I used to encourage people to uh, companies to buy back stock. We would talk to some executives years ago. Uh, you know, my mentor Mike Metz. This guy invented some of these screens and was like, "Hey, this it was. This was what it was. The stock is at." Nine times earnings, the company has no debt, and 25% of the market cap is in cash. Well, in that case, you buy back stock. These companies are loading up on debt, paying 25 times earnings, increasing their debt levels, putting all of their free cash flow in the company. Most of corporate America's free cash flow is being plowed into stock buybacks and dividends, Mm -hmm. not not into expansion. So – Anyway, now back to your other question, right. what are you going to do with, with – with, with, what are people going to do? What are you going to do with your 401k plan? And, and, and what th- that is is, look, if you're fully invested in this market, I mean, look, I can see a case. The Fed comes in, bails everybody out, and the market goes zooming back up again. And, and you know, look, there's a case for that. But a lot of th- – this is most people's retirement. They spent all their life saving this money, working hard, putting it away. And why should you be gambling it? Uh, uh, on a stock market that that basically is 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 artificially pushed up, earnings are slowing down. Cor- uh, there's distribu- distribution on Wall Street. The smart monies are sell are sellers. Insiders are sellers, and and the world is slowing down. And, and so, look, we in, at Max Out Savings Advisors, we're investing for our clients in, in, in the markets. Uh, but what we do is is we're, we're like, hey, there's a lot of risk here. In the market, 
we do a lot of risk analysis in our work for our clients to protect them. And also, it's like, hey, we're not seeing a lot of really good buys that I'm comfortable owning this this stock. I mean, I'm, I'm being asked to pay a really expensive price for it. And and it's like, you know, or think of this. Think of investing as like a baseball game. And so you're up there trying to pitch. You're, you're, the pitcher's throwing balls at you. Now, are you going to swing at the 97-mile 90, fastball? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to try, but you're going to likely miss. Most likely. Even the, best the hitters, even the best hitters <laughs> in the world are likely to miss. Right. So it's the same with the stock market. Are you, if you're going to pay sky-high prices, you're probably – even the best investors are probably going to lose money. But you, So what you do is you wait. The pitches come, and you wait. And you wait for that – the one that, that slows down, it's maybe 89, 90 miles an hour, mm-hmm. or it's, 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 it's a ball that comes in there. What you're looking for is that fat pitch that comes right across the plate that you can just take it out of the park with the investment home run. And, and so what you want to do is, in order to do that, you have to have the cash available. So to your question is, if I'm 100% invested in the stock market and the stock market plunges down 20% or my company stock or the stock falls 30%, 40%, I need to have some money to buy it. And right. if, if I'm all in, I can't, I've, I've already struck out. I've used all my strikes swinging and, 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 and struck out. And so investing is the same way. It requires tremendous amount of patience. We've had to be very patient. I mean, this, is, this market has gone nowhere for a year and a half or more. And uh, actually more, almost two years now, and it's been really difficult, but you have to be patient. You have to wait. Now we're seeing stocks down 40, 50, 60%. Now we're starting to look. But the problem we're running into is we don't – the question a lot of, of our listeners are thinking is, look, have we bottomed in here? And, and I think the answer is, is no. If you, if you go back and look at, at different charts, the October – in October we had a correction like this, and it was a V-shaped request. A V-shape recovery. That should not be that hard. V-shape recovery. <laughs> it went down and came right back up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, that's a fancy way of saying it. <laughs> that's exactly right. And and I don't think you're going to see it in this case. I, I think you're likely to see most declines have a retest, at best case. 87 had a retest. 2008 had a retest. Uh, 98, they, they all typically have retest a month or two later. And that's that's probably your best case, and the question then is, does it break underneath the lows? And I think there's a number of things that happened this week that, that aren't w- well understood out there by the public as well. So, And we're going to be talking about that in the second segment. But a couple things, uh, if you – if you have it, if you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. And also, we're sending out a newsletter. Uh, we just sent out our most recent newsletter entitled, uh, uh, I think, A Time for Caution. Mm-hmm. We sent that out earlier in the week. Uh, Kevin, uh, how, how can people get that newsletter? It is so simple. You go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. And you sign up right there. It takes just a few keystrokes on your computer, and you are signed up. It shows up in your email, and there's all sorts of really valuable information in this uh, Max Out Savings Report. As a matter of fact, uh, we talked about currencies, uh, Wall Street Stampede. You've got them all listed here. And there's always some little nugget that you can take away from this and put to good use. If not, it might raise a question that people might want to come to you and say, exactly what do you mean by this? What do I need to do? 
Yeah, yeah, and that's what and we 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 do we try to put a lot of stuff in there to help help people out. This one has a lot about the market, what's going on in mm-hmm. the world. Uh, I, I really want to get some more stuff about saving money in there, about uh, uh, investing, about uh, about dealing with handling wealth. Those type of things are uh, common four hundred one k mistakes. We're gonna you're gonna see more of that in the reports too going forward. But it's just been so active in the markets i you know i, I like pete we get a lot of questions from people uh from from the show on the sam malone show too talking about the markets and a lot of questions come in so we try to put it into the max out savings report to help people out and that is a free report absolutely and you can also by the way come in if you need some help uh and, and uh, sit down with us we'll take a look at your investments to see how you're set up for a risk analysis uh, how much risk do you have in, in your in your retirement? And we'll show you how we manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond markets. So if you need some help, go to the website. There's a lot of stuff there, and you can also sign up for the appointment. All right. Um, we so gotta... do, do we have a call? I guess we have a call coming in from Oscar. Hello, Oscar. How are you doing today? Oscar. Oh, we got a dial tone, Oscar. Is that the right one? I, I think, think there's two of them there. We could take our break and go ahead and come back to Oscar if you want. If you want to put him back on hold. Oscar, you there? Maybe. Yes. Oh, hey, how are you doing? Okay, fine. Hey, Ted, the yeah. market went down because of China, supposedly, in, all of, in you know, the, the, the last week or two. So it took a big downturn. And then a couple of days later, the market soars up because there's no problem in China or the or the, uh, or, <laughs> or, the emer- or the emerging market uh, problems with the currencies and all this stuff is coming to, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all coming. Uh, this is a very long-range problem, the currencies and all these things that happen with China. And all of a sudden, the market has discounted all of that in one single day. I mean, what the hell is that about? Well, I, I, look, I think, I think you really hit the nail on the head. Uh, the I, I don't think – uh, we'll get to China in the second segment here, but uh, – I, I think you got a really good point. I mean, the market discounted this, you know, and then you know, three days later, it's up again. <laughs> it, it, and, and it's you really almost have to sit there and and, and laugh about it because it, it clearly these are big issues, big problems. And uh, and I, I think there was a, a couple things. I think you had a big short squeeze. Well, a lot of people were short; they got squeezed out. And then also you had a bunch of people buying, thinking this was this was a dip, and they were all going to pile in. And uh, I don't think it's a case. I don't think these problems are solved. And actually, I think they're probably much worse than people realize. Uh, something where, uh, uh, something that people, a lot of people didn't see, Oscar, is in what started bothering us Monday was was when the when the the uh, treasury, the ten year treasury, started rising in yield. And I was like, what's going on here? This should be at about a 190, probably the way this market acted today, maybe 180. And instead, it started going up, and it rose about 28 basis points this week, which is which is dis, uh, discerning to us. Uh, dis, we're, we're, I mean, disconcerting, but we really are – that – it, it, to me, is 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 a big red flag out there, and so I think that's a, people don't understand what's happened there. I think it's got to do with China, in in uh, because people and the reason why this should be happening is you probably well know is is that when a market plunges like this, investors flock to treasuries because they know that's safe and they're just going to hide out in the treasury market, which is the safest part of the, of the investment bond market and actually the, they view that as the safest part of the investment market because they know that's the safest place to be. And the and the other thing is now we're in a volatility kind of a uh, environment from here on in. Isn't isn't that volatility? Isn't that a 
uh, a code word for gambling now? <laughs> yeah, well, it per- certainly <laughs> seems to be that this week. And, and, and so uh, the, the volatility, it, the, the strange thing about this market is the volatility over the last year has really dried up. You know, up until, I want to say, two weeks ago, I think it's less than that even, the Dow Jones had the tightest trading range in history for the first uh, eight months of the year. Right. Which is extraordinary. And so the tightest in history. And so now volatility, and for some of our listeners to understand this, is how things move up and down in the market. And and it just wasn't moving. It'd go up a little bit and then it'd go down, up and down. And so now things are changing. And I think you're seeing a trend. And I think the trend appears to be down. Uh, But I'll get that question answered after the break. We're coming up on a break. Thank you. Thank you, Ted. Thanks for the call, Oscar. If you've got a a question, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show and be happy to answer your questions. So we'll be right back after this quick break. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors. Because I live and work here in Houston, I've seen how national and global events impact local investors. People at the bank, at the gym, at the park tell me they're worried about the future. You know what? So am I. That's why I have a savings and investment plan. Do you? Do you feel secure? Spend an hour with me in my Galleria area office and get an idea of what's ahead and how to protect yourself. It's the Houston thing to do. Ted Gioka, Max Out Savings Advisors. Visit MaxOutSavings.com. It takes a Houstonian to know what a Houstonian needs when it comes to savings, investments, and retirement. And Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors knows what Houston investors need. This native Houstonian raised his family and built his investment firm right here in Houston. He knows that Washington and Wall Street can impact Houston investors, and he'll share that insight with you. For a confidential review of your investments in Ted's Galleria area office, call Max Out Savings Advisors or visit MaxOutSavings.com today. Consistently conservative voices on AM 1070, The Answer. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. This week in the Town Hall Review. It was a frightening ride for stocks. We've deluged the economy with cheap money and all these government programs, all this debt, and it's a house of cards. We'll hear from the man who predicted this mess years ago. I don't think the Chinese economy can change course, and because of that, I think the political system will fail. Senator Tom Cotton will explain the likely consequences of the Iran deal. I fear the path we're going down today is only going to make a second nuclear age more likely. And General Michael Flynn weighs in on terrorism. We're able to get everything sort of back in the, 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 the genie back in the bottle, I guess, and, and we blew it. Join us for our program and visit our new website at townhallreview.com. Town Hall Review. Sunday mornings at 6 on AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement, as always. Uh, we were uh, – let me see here. Where were we? Okay, we're talking <laughs> about the markets. Right. Uh, but big day this week in the markets. Uh, we sent out our newsletter. If you haven't gotten the newsletter, uh, our free newsletter, A Time for Caution, we've been writing about this. Actually, I, I think Stacy has – she thinks we maybe even entitled one earlier in the year because we've been so cautious, but – 
you can get it. How can you get that newsletter? Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and sign up there for the newsletter. You can also find information there on maybe setting up an appointment to meet with Ted on a one-on-one basis, uh, that free consultation to kind of find out where you stand with your retirement, your savings portfolio, and and maybe get some direction as to where you need to go in order to... uh, to have some a nice, comfortable retirement, which I think is one of those goals that we all have. Again, if you want to be part of the show today, 713-339-1070 is the number to call. 713-339-1070. And uh, Oscar brought up China just a little while ago, and that was one of the things that you were, you were going to expand yeah, upon. Yeah, I, I think uh, we're talking about... Uh, the market went down a thousand points on Monday, mm-hmm. and the market people were, and that was a huge shock to people. It's weird because the futures didn't look like that. Oh, and by the way, a word of warning in in these markets in, in two thousand eight, late two thousand eight and two thousand nine. What would happen was is investors would sell mutual funds, it, it, and so. They put their mutual fund in orders all day long. And then the Wall Street professionals at the end of the day would crash the market down and, and if they were selling and, and kind of screw them over so they got much less, you know, 2 or 3% less than they thought. And then when the market started rallying, the investors would put their money back, you know, they'd be buying mutual funds during the day, and the market would rally like 5%. You had these huge rallies at the end of the day. One thing that's interesting about this market is people are using more ETFs. So they're entering the orders on the opening and overnight. And, and so what's happening is is Wall Street is taking advantage of the order flow again to their favor and screwing over the public. What a surprise. That's what they do. And uh, that's why you need to have people watching out for you on this. I was going to say, that's a, that's a good good argument for having somebody like you watching out yeah. for what so, you're doing. Yeah, the only reason I – so what, I guess what I'm saying here is is if you're thinking of putting orders in on the open – understand where the market is before you put the orders in because that market went down a 1,000 points, and it seemed like – it rallied up almost immediately. Right. It, it was almost like a. It was very similar to a flash crash, in many ways, where it, it just exploded down, and 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 then shot back up. And so it, it was within the first two or three minutes. So all the people that that sold on the opening really lost a fortune at the very bottom. Mm-hmm. So a, a word of warning: if you're thinking of buying or selling on the opening. Wait till the opening's over for a couple of minutes. Understand where the markets are before See where you put it settles your into. Okay. And Good uh, advice. China. Where where do we go? Uh, China. Look, here's the thing to understand about China is China when, when the mark when when we had the financial crisis in 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, China came in and they and, and they weren't going to let their economy slow. So what they did is they started borrowing money and engaging in infrastructure projects and investment projects and massive real estate projects. They borrowed their debt in China went from nine trillion dollars to twenty seven trillion dollars. Okay, that's a sixteen trillion dollar increase. Sixteen trillion dollars is more money than that's in the United States and the Japanese banking system. Mm-hmm. They're responsible for forty percent of the worldwide growth since then. But it was a massive debt binge on China's part. China's been the driver for the economy, and so what we really see is is we really see that China has been responsible, and now China's starting to slow down. Let's take a call here. I don't see a name, but we've got a... Okay, yeah. You had a question for us. Hello? It's Daniel? Yeah, hey, Daniel. Okay. 
You had a question uh, look, for us. Ted, bottom line is, I look at this latest stock market, and they put it down, and I go through Phil Grande, and I'm, I'm a chartist. Okay. And I'm looking at this saying, okay, and he's saying the Federal Reserve called the banks up and says, you squash your orders. Bottom line, this has gone up. Well, $2 trillion in stock changed hands from the bank. How come it's not insider trading for the Federal Reserve to do that? Well, look, I think they're involved sometimes in this, and I think they come in at certain times, and I think they get out pretty quick. If I had to bet, uh, years ago, a friend of mine, very good friend of mine, told me that in 87, the buying came in from the Federal Reserve desk through Goldman Sachs in, in, to stabilize the market. And uh, and he was in a position to know. And, and if they're doing it now, it would just be for very short intervals to stabilize the market. I, I think... I think what happened, I think, is you had a, uh, is some some people came in and tried to stabilize the market and push it up. And by the way, they stabilized oil, and that's what what started getting the thing going. And if you want to stabilize the market, you didn't you don't first buy the market; you buy oil, and and that that's what they did. And, and then and then it just there, a bunch of people were short, all the short coming in, and then you had a lot of people out there that said, "Oh my gosh, this is the great the opportunity of a lifetime," and they came rushing in. So the question is now, what's going to happen after this? And I think you get a retest and probably it breaks. No, and I, I agree with you, Ted. The only thing is what I'm saying is $2 trillion in shares. These people got taken to the bank. I don't happen to be one of them because their stocks were all triggered. But the Federal Reserve was able to say to the bank, Goldman Sachs, whatever, you, cut, you squish your orders because we're going to push this thing back up. So you're in there buying. They've lost their money. $2 trillion goes into the bank's. How come that's not insider trading? Well, Those people uh, have lost their money. No, it's no. Yeah, difference. well, yeah, no. I, I and I don't think they spent two trillion dollars. I, I, look, it doesn't take a lot of money to keep. Keep in mind, there's a number of trading people out there that have computer capacity that exceeds NASA's, mm-hmm. and so if you have that ability. What you do is you buy the stocks that are going to move the market the most with the least amount of money involved. And, and so you can do it kind of subtly, and that's probably what happened. And, and and I think what they will tell you if they are trying to do this, in theory, it's it's supposed no, to be. You did it. Bottom line, I watched the market drop. I couldn't get an order in. Yeah. And bottom line, it's dropping. And then bottom line, they're telling them, hey, we're going to push this thing right back up. So those people that had their stops were all, they're sold. And they, they pick those things up. And if I know that stock's going up because the Federal Reserve's telling me it's going back up, man. Well, it's I short term. Keep in mind here, Daniel, remember this. Uh, and look, I've been around some of the top people on Wall Street, okay? And you can move things around for a little bit, but you can't keep a market up for very long. Oh, I know. And, and so, you know, it's maybe sometimes it's like, oh, my God, this thing's going to completely collapse. we got to do something. Hey, put some orders in. Let's try to see if we can get this thing stable. I mean, I think what the if the Fed's doing anything, they're just looking for stabilization. You know, they, they don't want a complete collapse. And, and, and these guys are very worried about all these computer programs out there that right. tr- are triggering buys and sells and everything else. And, and, and so uh, if I, you know, in, 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 in the... Any phone calls might just be, guys, we don't want to see you using these systems. You know, that you, you could see that. So so remember what the Fed's trying to do. They're not trying to they, – they've been trying to get the market up for a while to get the economy going. But when, when, it, when it's a, a, a stabilization situation, they're just trying to stabilize things. And, it's, 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 and I, I, if they were in, they were only in for a very short time, and, and this is short covering. 
Yeah, but these people lost their $2 million. The people that took the hit, bottom line is they're out. Oh, yeah. I trade stocks, so I don't care. But I couldn't get my orders in. No way. Oh, you couldn't get it? Was it was the the ordering? Your firm, you couldn't get the orders in? Bottom line, no. You see how fast this thing was going? It dropped that 1,000 points, went down, and bottom line, it it dunked right back up. It's like because they knew it was going to be a 30% drop. Federal Reserve says, no way. They're not a government agency. Well, this is also – you you want to know what happened there, Daniel? I'll tell you. There was an avalanche of sell orders hit the market, I suspect because market timers hit the sell button before the opening. And and it was an avalanche of orders, and these things went plunging down. And then they reached a point, honestly, where I think some of the big guys like Goldman and these other guys just swooped in and took all the stock and then shot it back because they knew the order. They knew the avalanche of sell-on opening orders was ending, and they could take advantage of it. Right, but I believe the Federal Reserve says because there's going to be margin calls on the, the people they lent the money to, and they said we're not going to let that happen. The Reserve says you call them up and you tell them to kill those orders. I honestly believe that's what happened, Ted. But hey, the people that got taken, they got taken. Well, this isn't over yet, Daniel. Understand that. But, but, oh, I know it's not. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ted, great show as always. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, look, that, and this is one of the reasons why, you know, Daniel talked, we just talked, this is why be real careful with your market on open orders, because what's happening is, is we've talked a lot about lack of liquidity in the markets, and it's not there. And this is why you really should have a lot of cash in here, and you should be on the sidelines in this market, because it's, it, it's it's a very tough place to be. It, uh, it's it's broken. We we talk about this in our max out savings report. It's broken. Uh, it's broken a lot of the trend lines in here that go back to 2011. It's crashed underneath, and and, and it's really we've put it's we've had our guard up, uh, and we were like, hey, this is not going well. We want to sit there and and be, be cautious. But if you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. And by the way, that max out savings report. Uh, we sent it out this week. If you didn't get your copy, some of these things get caught in the spam filters and different things. Let us know. It's uh, time for caution. We write about that, and uh, we write about what's happening. And, and, you know, the question, is this over? No, it's not over yet. And uh, and we talk about China. And, and we're, as we were just talking earlier, China – China spent $17 trillion boosting their economy since 2009 over the last six years. It, it, the investments were 46% of GDP in China. And you said, Ted, what is that? You know, why do you tell me this? Well, understand that Germany has 17% of GDP investment, and the United States has about 13%. So no country in the world has had close to 50% investments. This was in 2012 as percentage of GDP. Now that's slowing down. This is why commodity prices are collapsing. Now, here, this is why this is important. China has about $3.6 trillion worth of currency reserves. Everyone goes, oh, China has so much money, don't worry about it. Well, the problem is, is China is now, is two things are happening in China. Number one is currency flight. People are pouring, trying to get their money out of China because China is going bad. Their, their next door neighbor got caught in a corruption charge. And so they're like, hey, I could be next. Just get me out of here. Get my money out of here. And at least I can, I can, you know, until this thing blows over, I don't know what's going to happen. Are we going to have another, uh, what was it, cultural revolution mm-hmm. in the 1960s where we round everyone up and put them on farms? <laughs> and so 
And the second thing is China's the dollar has gone up about 20%. And we've talked about this. Understand the key to this whole thing is what is happening now is a currency crisis. And we've been, we said this in our max out savings report right here at the beginning of the year. We said that the currency crisis was going to be one of the things that was going to happen this year as we predicted. And, and what we do is we do more long, long wave research at Max Out Savings Advisors and value analysis type of work. And that's one of the things we came up with. Well, our research has shown it takes 13 to 15 months for the currency crisis from when it sort of starts. And it kind of it started in July of last year. Oil prices started plunging. The dollar started going up. And as the higher uh, the dollar went, the cheaper oil got. And, and now uh, we're in the 13th month of the crisis. It's probably going to go on for a number of more months in here. And China's going to have to is going to have to depreciate their currency. They've, they've done it about 5% recently. I think they have to go down probably 20%. And, and so they're fighting to keep their 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 currency up. Well, what what? So if if they're trying to support their currency, what do you do? You 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 buy yuan. Mm-hmm. So what do you buy it with? You buy it with dollars. Well, right. you use your currency reserves. Now I've seen some rumors that they spent two hundred billion dollars supporting the the. The, the yuan, and that means they sold close to $200 billion worth of treasuries. That's why the treasury interest rates went up. So if the market starts going down from here and rates go up, that's a really not a good situation. And so now China's being forced to sell treasuries. And, and so you say, well, Ted, they've got $3.6 trillion. No, they have $3.45 trillion. They probably have less than that now because they've been spending money like crazy. They need at least, I think, $2.6 trillion to maintain currency reserves for the IMF, particularly if they want to become a reserve currency. So they don't have, they have, le- they don't have as much as everybody thinks to support their currency. So what they're going to do is they're going to drop their currency. And this is going to export more deflation and put more pressure on U.S. companies' earnings and European companies' earnings. And, and so this is understand this crisis is still ongoing. It's not over. Wall Street would like you to think it is, and its happy days are here again. Uh, so this is something that, that we want to look at. Now, we're coming up here on a quick break. Right. Okay. 713-339-1070 is a number to call if you want to get in on the show and be a part of the show in our last segment, which is coming up here in just a couple of minutes right after this timeout. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors. Because I live and work here in Houston, I've seen how national and global events impact local investors. People at the bank, at the gym, at the park tell me they're worried about the future. You know what? So am I. That's why I have a savings and investment plan. Do you? Do you feel secure? Spend an hour with me in my Galleria area office and get an idea of what's ahead and how to protect yourself. It's the Houston thing to do. Ted Gioka, Max Out Savings Advisors. Visit MaxOutSavings.com. No men in women's bathrooms. Let me tell you why. One day, I hope to be pregnant and deliver my beautiful baby right here in Houston. But I'm concerned because the city of Houston is proposing an ordinance that will allow men to use the women's bathrooms and locker rooms. We are being told that the ordinance will prevent discrimination against pregnant women. That makes absolutely no sense. There are already federal and state laws that prohibit discrimination against pregnant women. But this ordinance will allow men to freely go into women's bathrooms, locker rooms, and showers. That is filthy, that is disgusting, and that is unsafe. Join me and other women in Houston as we vote no 
on Mayor Parker's bathroom ordinance. And again, let me make this very clear. On behalf of all moms, sisters, and daughters, no men in women's bathrooms. To volunteer or pledge your support, go to CampaignForHouston.com. That's CampaignForHouston.com. Pay political ad by Campaign for Houston PAC. One of America's most respected journalists says that the entire feud between Megyn Kelly and Donald Trump could actually be a conspiracy. Conspiracy to do what? And apparently there are tens of thousands of concerned Americans who are worried that NASA is covering up the certain destruction of the Earth four weeks from now by an oncoming asteroid. We'll cover that and more Conspiracy Day Monday on the Medved Show. The Michael Medved Show, afternoons at 2, right before Hugh Hewitt at 5 on AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings, investments, in your retirement. If you've got any questions or comments, what's that number? 713-339-1070. That's right. Uh, so we're talking about we're talking about China and it, and if China is starting to, to to sell this, they're also possibly selling stocks as well. I I, I think they've been buying stocks. I've kind of always you know there's been some hints and they could be having to sell some of those, but they're having to sell down the reserves to support the currency. And because a lot of people you know there's Chinese buying a lot of property in Houston, mm-hmm. and it, and it, it's uh, because everyone's trying to get out of the country and. And, and I really think you're seeing a slowdown coming out of China. And, and, and this is, and since there's a slowdown, commodity prices have fallen to 2009 levels. Now, here's the good news oil prices went from $38 up to $35.20 today, or $45.20. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a seven, uh, $7 move. This is from the bottom in the week, it went about 20%, which is good. And, and so hopefully, oil prices. Will start going up a little bit. How did that happen? That's that's uh, just puzzles me. It goes to the bottom and then it just shoots right back. Uh, yeah, I, I think again, it's a lot of people were short the, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, oil's down here. And and if you're, you know, if you're an airline or something, why not hedge out your your jet fuel at at thirty eight dollars a barrel and just figuring, hey, this is a pretty good deal, right? And, and and so and I and I think you saw some of that. Also, Mexico has been putting on a hedge. They hedged their production last year, and they're looking like geniuses. I mean, Mexico's looking like the uh, like the Warren Buffett of oil trading, and uh, they hedged out most of their production at a hundred dollars a barrel this year. Brilliant, and mm. and, and and so the. the I heard some rumors that their their hedging program of 2016 was about over, and, and that left it up. So, so the good news: oil stocks had had a rebound here, and oil's back up over forty five dollars. It was under forty this week, and so, but commodity prices all over. So we're looking at a global slowdown. China's in trouble. Uh, China's overbuilt. Their stock markets collapsed forty percent. And one of my. Uh, one of the titles in the Max Out Savings Report is a $300 billion failure. Mm-hmm. It, China spent almost <laughs> me, almost $300 billion supporting their stock market over the last couple of weeks, and it still managed to to sell off about another 17% after they spent the money. Uh, it, now, the Federal Reserve is watching that, and they're going, well, you know, we don't really want to come in big time supporting this market because then if it goes down then you lose credibility which is the worst thing if you're a central banker to happen so so this uh, the, the other big i think the the big news this week in the market moving a thousand points and all this uh, back and forth 
really the big news is, wow, what's going on with China? I mean, I think people are now opening their eyes up to there's a real problem there. And so remember, if China can spend $300 billion directly buying stocks and forcing their executives to stop selling stock and convincing their investment firms to buy it, and it still drops 17%, why does anybody think the Federal Reserve is going to come bail them out in the stock market? Make a good point. So uh, <laughs> that, that this is something, and, and so this is probably all not over yet. And I think, do we have a call? If you no, get, give they, us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 right here at the Max Out Savings Show. Now you mentioned China and all these things going on there, and the, I guess one of the good things in this is right now there's not a lot of people in America who are actually invested in China, correct? It is, it's not the place to go for American investors. So uh, No, what they invest in Hong Kong right. in, in different things like that. It, it really hasn't hurt a lot of American investors huge. But, the, the, but why China is important is that if they're selling treasuries, interest rates in this country are going to go up. Mm-hmm. And if China's economy is falling apart, then U.S. companies selling into China are going to have problems. And then U.S. companies selling into Brazil, Australia, Canada, Russia, Africa, uh, Southeast Asia, in commodity-producing countries, if the commodity prices fall, they're not going to be able to afford the U.S. products, and, and so this is, so this is where the real problem is. And the emerging market in general is in very severe trouble. And in a bear market, we still wouldn't buy it; we'd still stay away from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, some of the things, uh, some of the things that we're looking at right now is we are very cautious uh, on emerging markets. We're uh, we're very cautious on uh, China. Uh, we're very cautious on junk bonds. In general, uh, we think the junk bond index is really in trouble. And you just right now is the time when you want to buy high quality, high quality. Uh, we're, we're still holding on to our treasuries, even with we're looking, we're trying to analyze the China situation that really came out of nowhere Monday. That that was a shock when the market fell like it did and, and rates didn't go up. Right. Remember, uh, in, when interest rates went up last, uh, sold off last in, in October of last year. When the market had a similar type of sell-off, uh, interest rates uh, w- went down. I think to one point six. I, I don't know where my thing is on that, but yeah, I want to say it was one point six percent. So it's uh, th- that. That's what. So w- this is a time to be cautious. Right is what we're dealing with. And w- what I would like to to point out is that for people like well, I love do. I'll use me again as an example. When I'm not as educated on this as you are, that's a good time to turn to somebody like you who is, who knows how this is all going to trickle down and affect me in what I'm trying to save for my retirement. And that's why we're trying to say, if you have questions about it, this is a good time to call Ted Gioka and Max Out Savings Advisors and, and set up an appointment and figure out how you can maybe make that retirement just a little bit more stable. Yeah, no, that that's that that's really what our main business is, is right. retirement. We manage retirement money, and, and you can go to the website and uh, request an appointment, and we, we'll sit down with you. I'll sit down with you. Actually, we're here in Houston, Texas. We're not some national infomercial uh, running you know, running all over the country. This is, we're local here and and I'll sit down with you. and We'll take a look and see how you're set for retirement. 
we had someone in there uh, I met with last let, yesterday, late yesterday, and and uh, you know they were in pretty good shape, and uh, they're coming over. We had some other people. We've gone, hey, you're just way over invested in this market right now, and you just have to be more cautious. And uh, and then we show them how we manage money using our value investing approach to the stock and bond market, and and and. Uh, Kind of show them our strategy. So if they need some help, they can come into the uh, go to the website. The, the, the initial consultations are free, uh, and we just charge if you, if you want the the funds managed. So by no us. obligation to do anything no, that you no. suggest. It's real gonna... simple. Our offices are we're actually in the Schlumberger building, uh, and uh, the uh, it's pretty simple. Off of San Felipe, uh, easy to park. I got to admit that wasn't easy to park. I came by just to see you for a little while yesterday myself, and you, yeah. I literally parked two rows from the door. And I walked in straight into the building without having to go through a parking garage or anything. It was just, it was a breeze. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. It's not it's, something you find very often in, in dealing with people in the business district near the Galleria. Let's just say that. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's a pretty good deal. And Absolutely. So, and I'll be happy. If, if you need help, come in and see me. I'll be happy to help you out. The, um. Oh, interesting Schlumberger, by the way. Uh, they, they made an offer for Cameron International right. here this week, which is a big story. Cameron is big in offshore services. Uh, deep sea, very deep sea type of stuff, and uh, you know, Summerjay is 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 you know the real blue chip of, of the oil field services business, which means these guys think it's going to be a, 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 the business is going to be around for a while and a good time to buy. I was going to say if they're investing in the business, that that's a good sign, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, that move to oil, I'm really happy to see oil back up over. Four. I was worried when it was under forty dollars. Mm-hmm. Forty five is not not a good price, but it's it's something something to take a look at i mean it's right. it, it, it's at least we've got some stabilization i mean i i really think it's still i think the world is changing the stock market is broken underneath the trend lines it's time to be cautious china's in severe trouble uh the emerging market is slowing down and, and i really think you really have to have your guard up now i guess we have a call coming in let's see you had a question for us hello yes how are you good well i did it i panicked and uh like a lot of people did Monday, I sold a bunch of CVX down in the low 70s, thinking it was going to go to 50. And, of course, now it's come back up in the $80 range, so I feel like I kind of screwed myself. So what do you think about uh, CVX long term? You know, I tell you, I, lo- I like Chevron. It's it, That's a good company. I, th- Should they, I try to get back in? Yeah, yeah. I mean, see if it doesn't pull back in here some and, and, and get back in. I wouldn't over-invest right now, but, but I like Chevron because they've got – their projects are coming on. They've got good, solid projects. Their debt levels yeah. are very low, so they've been able to finance most out of, out of cash flow. Yeah, well, we, there's been some financial uh, advisors now just say they basically put a sell sell order out over last weekend, you know, to sell out completely. Think of the bear market was here to stay. So it's just like well, you, you're getting so much different advice from different advisors. It's hard to know what to do. And like I said, it, it it was going down. It was going down really quick. I mean, it was at a hundred not long ago. And now it's in the seventies. I was thinking, man, this might go to fifty. I might lose everything. Yeah, I <laughs> so mean, it's, just, it's really tough even to be in the market now. Yeah, no. Look, I think you got right. Look, we've been thinking over the last month or two. We've been just pretty adamant that this market's going down. Our, we're probably thirty, forty percent cash. We've been buying treasuries. We are very cautious. The reason I don't go to a complete sell is because. In in 2008, we made huge money in 2009 buying things when people were panicking in uh, the closed-in bond market. Then we did it in corporate bonds and in a number of things. So we actually like problems, 
But yeah. so I wouldn't go all back into this market. I mean, I think you really have yeah. to understand that, that you need to have but some more cash. you're thinking long-term Chevron and Exxon boats, they're, they're like in the 70s and 80s now. They'll go back up to 100. It just depends on the price of oil. It might be take four or five years, but eventually it will go back up. Yeah, look, and this is why you don't panic and sell out of everything. I know, but I mean, the last weekend, if you, a lot of the advisors were out there saying, sell, sell, get out, get out now. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, and, and, and they should have been doing that a couple of weeks beforehand. Yeah, and, exactly. and they didn't, and, and, and they actually put the sell on at the worst possible time. I know, and a lot of them were doing it over the weekend, and of course you get in, you get in line with all these other uh, big big boy banks, and you're going to, I mean, I got the closing day price, which is at the bottom of the market, so it's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, but if I feel like if I didn't didn't sell any, then what if it would have gone down to 50? Well, yeah, and how, how you handle that is you reduce your exposure, your level of it. Tell, call me at the office this week, okay. and I'll give you some advice on that. It's My, okay. my office number is 713-627-0400. It's 713-627-0400. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay, thanks. Hey, we're coming up on the end of the show. A couple things I want to uh, get out real quick. Look, our philosophy and our motto is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. Number one, don't let this these gyrations of the market slow down your savings process. I, the, the second part of it, it, keep saving that money, is to invest conservatively. Now's when you ought to be at a much higher level of of cash in these markets and in safety. The, now is the time you need to be in safety. Uh, Chevron's still going to be around in Exxon, but some of these other companies might not. And so understand that and, and understand and have a risk pr- program put in place. A lot of people don't do it. That's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. So if you need some help, go to the website. I'd, I'd be happy to sit down and meet with you personally and uh, and show you what we're doing over there in, as far as investing for retirement. So just the website is maxoutsavings.com, maxoutsavings.com. And also, at a minimum, sign up for that free newsletter. It's got a lot of great advice on savings and investing. I hope everyone has a good weekend. I'm Ted Gioka. Thanks for listening. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.